Great pass from Diamantidis. The lob is done! There we go, 40 minutes to a title. David Blue to three. On the mark, David Blue! Wow. Now Spinelli's driving inside. Look for the alley! EuroLeague Sweet 16, exactly what you need. As ever, we are up on SoundCloud and we are, of course, uh, on wherever you get good podcasts. So be sure to search for EuroLeague Sweet 16 to subscribe and get the episodes as soon as they drop. Hello and welcome to EuroLeague Sweet 16. Yes, it's been uh, it's been quite a while, but we're back. We're here. We're happy. And by we, I mean I, Moshe Barden, with me, a great friend. And as usual, even though a three-week absence could maybe uh, considered as not usual, but we'll get him there. The lovely Mr. Dave Hine. How are you doing, Dave? Uh, very good. Uh, I guess Happy New Year to you and everybody else listening. Um, I know we're like two weeks in, but I have, I, I, when is that, when is that, what's the cutoff date on that? You know, it's like, when do you, like, if you see a friend that you haven't seen, you know, you use the joke, I don't want to see you again this year, you know, and never you know, have I ever in my lifetime have I used that joke or has oh come on I use it all the time used it against me you know what I don't want to talk to you more this year you know it's like the 30th or whatever I'm not going to talk to you anymore this year or you know they're going to go on vacation or whatever and okay anyhow so yes well lucky uh, you there's still like 11 more months yeah yeah no it's uh it's nice to be back um I was uh for for listeners who don't know I was I was actually away out of out of uh, way out of town. Uh, I was in Sri Lanka for three weeks and I didn't have any work. And so I didn't even pay t- any attention to the EuroLeague. So whatever happened those three weeks of the EuroLeague, I have no idea. And since then it's been, yeah, so-so. That last week for sure I caught up. But so um, if, 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 uh, if, uh, if, uh, if, uh, if something happened that I, that I kind of didn't know, I'll, uh, I asked for your apology in advance. Well, four coaches got fired. <laughs> the reason that you're laughing. Well, I mean, I mean, come on. I and mean, when I left, I mean, when I left, Milan was was. Can I say yeah. shit? Yeah, I say shit. Milan was shit. But then while I was gone, they were good, and then they're shit again. So I mean, come on, man. I like I missed the only three games where they actually played good this year. <laughs> you see what happens. <laughs> so Milan's like, Dave, go on vacation. Go on vacation. <laughs> Uh, it's, 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 it's more than that. I mean, you know, Zvezda signed Faku and he's not playing for now. Um, no, I mean, you know, some things happen. We already had the first well, year league double new, rounder. The, the EuroLeague also has a new CEO, officially a new CEO. True. Since, since our last chat. Wonderful man. Great, great, great guy. I mean, I have yet to get to know him, but from all of the stories that I've heard so far, I can, I can say that you know what, it's true. Like, um, what's what's his what's Joe? Um, you know, it's your Joe um, Arzlowskis. He had him on the on the podcast. I can't remember what it's called. Uh, of course, after you listen to this podcast to the end, then and the previous ten episodes, then go over and and listen to whatever that podcast if the that he has um but marshall glickman um and actually i had him on my podcast uh twice uh uh uh, just and so i i'm really looking forward to see what happens in the year league but i guess i guess we can talk about that another time another day but um but yeah so a couple things have changed yeah signing a player doesn't mean signing a player anymore well which is where you were yeah uh actually i wasn't going to go any deeper into that if there are any financial sanctions then the matter needs to be resolved. I understand the need for competitiveness. I do. And I would love to see Faku play. You know, one of the best guards in the competition by far. And Zvezda, you know, just, you know, fix everything so that he can play. Uh, EuroLeague without Faku, with Faku just looking at everyone playing. I want to see Faku. That's my point. Yeah, of course. I mean, we all do. Uh, But I guess we'll see him, what, end of February? Is that right? Yeah, getting March is, is is what they've said he's going to be available for. So I mean, well, we didn't see him this year yet. So in the year, like, so what's the difference? I mean, it happens, but the question that still remains, like the the big one, is: Are we still doing that four minute warning thing? Because I think we do. All right, go for it. 
All right, so I guess without further ado, it is time for the the most inaccurately named segment in all of sports and entertainment today. It is time for Emmett. No, actually, just time for the four-minute warning. Four minutes to get through all the action that just happened in EuroLeague. It's the four-minute warning. So, yeah, that was the lovely Emmett in that segue. Uh, Emmett has decided to commit to one episode at a time. Uh, to, to be honest, he didn't quite state exactly which episode that would be, but he promised he'll be. Uh, he'll join us anytime soon. Again, not really knowing what soon means, but fingers crossed, you know. Uh, Dave, it's been a double rounder. Did you get any feel whatsoever to how crazy the competition is this year? And the reason I'm asking this is because I actually asked Coach Zach after the Maccabi um, Partisan game, and even he said, like, you know, he cannot really remember such a thing. Yeah, I mean, from the time that I've been covering, following the league, um, to think that, I mean, so much can change so fast. It's so tight. Um, you know, you have a, you can be, you know, you can be a game over 500 right now and you're, you're not in the playoffs, you know, you look at Maccabi and, and Suezda both at 10 and nine and you're in it, you're not in the playoffs. Um, and then, you know, last place, you know, is only three games is only four games behind there, you know, still this early. Um, you have a bunch of upsets, you know, Shagiris. Did anybody have Shagiris being in a playoff spot right now? Yes. Um, um, I'm sad to say neither one of us, but but I'm I'm assuming someone did. Yeah, yeah. But I what I'm what I mean is but I mean this is it's a major surprise, you know. I mean, you know, and 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 uh you know what what teams like you know partisan uh is doing, hey, we're we're totally happy with that because you know, we wanted, you know, obviously that's a you know storied club and you know with, with Obradovich there and everything else, but you know, Svezda, you know. You know, they they were they were dead. You know, until you know Ivanovich came in and changed that. And, you know, and and then and so yeah, it, it's been crazy. It's been you know Valencia looked good for a while, then they look bad. You know, Basconia. You know, if Basconia can't win a game on the road, they're going to be in trouble. You know, I mean, you know, they're three and seven on the road, eight and one at home. If they start getting knocked off at home by a couple of these bigger teams. And they still can't win, you know. They're in a, they're in trouble with a for a spot in the playoffs. You know, they're only one game ahead of four teams. No, three three teams. You know, um, so yeah. I mean, it's it's wild. I mean, and 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 we're only at the halfway point. You know. So, so let me ask you this: considering the fact that in previous years even twenty wins almost wasn't enough to get into the playoffs, and having the constant fear. You know that the juggernauts will eventually get into form and into shape. What's what's been? Sorry, I don't mean to interrupt your question, but what's been the few? Because we're at thirteen and six right now, six losses already, halfway through the season. What's the most losses for a first place team in yearly history? Well, I mean, just because you asked so politely, I guess I can go and check. Uh, but in the meantime, why don't you enter- entertain us all with a few songs that you've written in your holiday? Please. In my, in my holiday. Yes. And maybe even before. <laughs> so are you checking this? Is that what you're doing? <laughs> yes, I'm stalling. Um, I mean, I, I know that's a question that, you know, you can't just like, you know, come up with uh, the answer at the, you know, the top of your, you know, just out, no, of, out Madrid, of the blue. Listen, since but, the first but, year. But, since... but that, but that, but that begs to your questions. Like, you know, we, we haven't had one, two, you know, we've always had like one or two teams that are, you know, whatever have like three, four losses for the season, you know, and seven, actually, that was the seven is, well, seven is the fewest going back to how, where are you at now? Now I'm in uh, at the 2017-18 season. Okay. And so uh, you know. wait, sorry, sorry. 16-17 uh, Madrid had seven losses. 17-18 Cheska with six losses. Um, eighteen. Let, you know, we don't have to. We don't have to go even that. But you know, I mean, already five we're losses already by Fenner. <laughs> you know, we're already at six as the top team, and the minimum. Even if, if if Real Madrid ran the table, they would be at six. 
you know, and of course they're not going to run the table. So, you know, it would be interesting, you know, maybe during the course of the, the rest of this episode, you'll, you know, we'll get to, you know, the, 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 the most, um, but, you know, I, I would imagine this is going to be one of the, one of the records. I mean, it's kind of hard because, you know, they changed the format, right? Because they changed the format, but this is probably the most, this will probably be the most losses for a, for a first place team since the format was changed where it was just one table, you know, one, one, you know, everybody faced each other. So. Well, the most, the big, Dave, the most was 10. Uh, it yeah. was during the 2021 season. That's okay. going down. That's going down. Well, no. Actually, if if you had like, we started with Madrid with seven, I think. Then it was Cheska with six. Then it was Fenner with five. And then it kind of doubled itself. Well, sorry. We had Anadolu FS with four, but that was with six games to go into the regular season. That was cut short due to COVID. Not many, not many games though. Not many regular season games. No, but that's the point. That's the point. Yeah. It's like right now, but, it, it yeah, looks it, like as if you're heading into a record. It's exactly. A record. That's what I mean. That record is going down. That record is going to be broken. You know, 10, 10 is going to be broken without a doubt. You know, there's no, you know, I, maybe is, 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 is Real Madrid going to go 15 and four? Over the rest of the season, over the rest of the season, who knows? Who, legit, who knows? That's that's that was my question. Yeah. Like because we we always expected, right? We always expected the juggernauts to you know the beasts to uh, to get woken. You know, if someone pokes the bear enough times, he ends up bit slapping you. In a manner of speaking, and um, that is a legit question that I have. You see that like. True. Um, Anadolu FS got whooped a, f- a few good times this year. And then they go on to the Palau Balagrena. And lo and behold, Shane Larkin puts on his dancing shoes once again. As if he wasn't out like throughout the majority of the season so far. And he looks amazing. And then Anadolu gets a win. And now you ask yourself, okay, if that's how they're playing against Barcelona, which is more than a decent good team, and they are the number eight seed right now. Eight seed. <laughs> Eighth, that's the eighth seed. That's wait, how wait, messed wait, up it is. Wait, didn't we have this conversation last year? <laughs> pretty much, yes, pretty much. But now it's it's on a completely different note because now you're asking. Yeah, yeah, you sure. see, you have a you have Virtus that you're saying okay, their roster is worth way more than the record that they currently hold. So is for Milan, but as for Milan, I think all hope was lost. Uh, with the loss to Jagris, for example. But there is that constant fear that, that set teams will end up waking up, crushing the competition, right? With no regards to human life whatsoever. And then what? That's why I'm saying that all your Basconias, Maccabis, Jagris, like, yes, they should be happy. They are, they are currently within reach to the top eight or within the top eight. But is it enough? It's like you said, Basconia eight and one at home. Same as Maccabi, by the way. They are, you said three and seven on the road. Maccabi are two and eight. And the question is, are there enough games for them to actually, you know, be there by the time you're entering the final straight? And yes, I did that. I took something from the uh you know athletic world and, and even say horse racing world, but still. The backstretch. Thank you. The back nine. Hey, let's go to golf too. Sure, why not? But but again, the question remains. Like seriously, legit. You really want to tell me that no matter what happens, Anadolu keeps going. Their season's going to be like you know a crazy uh, joyride, like a roller coaster. Because for, I don't think so. For me right now, for me right now, I mean FS. Okay, they they'll compete. They'll be competing for home court advantage as the four seed. You know, you know, that, 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 that's, you know, if they, you know, depends on, uh, you know, depends on what happens, obviously, but that's, I think, you know, you know, they'll, they'll be battling for home court advantage. They're going to make the playoffs without a doubt. And, 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 and it's like, okay, well, you know, depending on, you know, if they lose, maybe, uh, you know, if they lose a bad game on the, you know, like say, like, let's say, I don't know, at Panathinaikos, maybe they have played already, you know, you know, I don't have all the results in my head, you know, but like they lose a bad game on the road, you know, and, 
and you know and get slipped up you know by you know loses to a couple of the bigger teams so you know you see them fighting for fourth and fifth seed you know by by the end of the season that without it what i mean that wouldn't su- surprise me at all if they have you know home court advantage in, in, in one of the playoff spots what, and it Look, I, I, what I'm about to say, I, I was thinking of putting it in a form of a question, but I'll just put it in the open. From the current first eight teams, yeah. the only team that, again, I'm not even going to say that I'm worried about them, but that they can end up dropping the ball, that, aside of Basconia, obviously, <laughs> that's Monaco. I'm saying, like, from the legit teams, at the beginning of the season, we said that, you know, we're expecting them to be for sure in the top eight. That would be Monaco. And why is that, you ask? Still no point. Injuries. And um, we're not going to talk about who they asked for and who they wanted because they tried to make a few moves unsuccessfully for the point position. And um, my concern is, like, you see a team that's playing very smart against them, a team that knows how to attack the backcourt. I mean, Mike James, I love him. But it's not fair to ask him to, you know, to carry Monaco on his back yet another year. You know what I mean? And we still don't know. There's no update as to Dante Hall's injury. Uh, we know that there is some issues with Mormon that's not playing. We know that they are reportedly signed Chima Muneke, who is a great player. But then again, it's like you're bringing a second John Brown in a manner of speaking in terms of the shooting. So now it's not like that you have uh, built-in gaps or built-in problems in a way to the roster, like a problem. Now it's problems, problems, plural. It's the point position. Now it's the stretch four position to a certain extent. And who knows what's going to be with the five? Because again, Dante Hall got injured against Vesda. We all wish him a speedy recovery and that it, it's essentially nothing that he wouldn't have to miss a game. But say that he or say that he is going to miss a few games, that's bound to be a problem. Yeah, I mean, you're 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 dead on. I mean, Monaco, you know, okay, I mean, Sargeras is probably the easiest pick to, to say they won't make it either. But although I, you know, I was did the game yesterday, Sargeras, um, and, you know, they should have never let uh, Milan back into that game. You know, they were up by 19 after three quarters and were dominating. And um, and now, I mean, Keenan Evans is a tough guy to lose, but, you know, they, they brought in two, two guys and, you know, Polinara didn't do, you know, wasn't really able to do very much with the uh, FS and they brought in Taylor, you know, those guys were, were FS guys that, you know, I mean, guys that FS, you know, looked at, looked at over the summer and said, let's bring these guys in. And, uh, you know, and they, you know, Shaguris, good for them to, to go in and, and make those changes and, you know, went, went to Italy, beat two Italian teams, you know, well coached, you know, definitely, you know, whether or not they're able to pull, you know, to get things done, but, you know, uh, so yeah, I mean, with those question marks that, that you, that you pointed out for Monaco. Yeah. I mean, there's, there's very li- little leeway. Um, and, and if you have something like that, um, if you have problems like that, you know, it's, it's easy to lose a lot of ground. Sure is. And the thing is, I would have expected maybe to see Danilo and Jusic staying, maybe Leo Vesterman, maybe Paris Lee, but none of the three, you know, none of them. Um, you know, again, do they have a talented team that on its talent, you know, based on, on the talent's merits? Yeah, they should definitely make it to the playoffs. But, you know, it's like they have enough vulnerability to uh, to actually to make this discussion possible and legit and valid uh which is why i'm now going to scare you with anadolu efes <laughs> if i were to tell you that anadolu are going to be 10 and 9 right we are 10 and 9 um at the beginning of the second round having so many ups and downs you'll you'd be like okay either that's a casual anadolu right um or they're having some difficulties. And, and I'm bringing them up again because of what you said about Paul Nara. And here's the funny part about this entire story. They are 10 and 9 in the standings. With everyone expecting them to demolish whoever dares to look at them. 
and you, you have yet to take into consideration the thing with Shane Larkin just, you know, coming back off the injury and he's getting slowly but surely into game rhythm. So he has yet to be fully incorporated into this year's roster, right? Yeah. yeah. And Ante three games now. Yeah. And Ante Zizic, you can say that, you know, his like contribution per minute is more than decent, but also he can have a bigger role and he has yet to fully incorporated into the team and now same with chris singleton so on paper <laughs> i knew he was coming up i knew he was coming up like dude this is straight up you should be like his uh his 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 agent man because you would get him <laughs> no i'm i'm just but saying you're, yeah sure. i mean it, it's it's a guy who's been around and, and knows that team knows everything it's like that's one of the things that you know you you you, you said you know oh they don't have singleton all all season i mean rightfully so you know i mean He's a glue guy that, 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 you know, that, and you need those guys with all these alphas. You just need some of these guys that just do the, do the dirty work and stuff like that. So, I mean, a huge ad. So on paper, just like mentioning the names of Zizia, of, of, you know, um, like Ante Zizic, of Shane Larkin and Chris, like on certain rosters, you would claim them as like, you would coin them as the big three. And these are the three guys that needs to get back in to get like you know into into being a cohesive unit with a team that's essentially reassembled in a way. And they are 10 and 9. They have yet to bit slap their way, <laughs> they have yet to bit slap Europe this year. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. I mean, I, I could totally see them. I would not be I would probably be surprised if they don't fight, if they're not right in the mix for a home playoff, you know. Yeah. Are they going to finish first or second? You know, probably not. Yeah, a lot, they have... a lot of stuff. A lot of stuff will have to happen. You know, but will they finish home court advantage? Sure. I mean, that, that can they get a four seed? Sure, no problem. And but also, can they win a road series? You know, best of five as as a five seed? Of course, no problem either. So. Look, I I have a message to Coach Ataman. I know that like the first place is within reach, but should you happen? To finish as the number one seed at the end of at the end of the regular season, I'm gonna call it right now. You ain't going for a three peat. I am sorry, but you are not. No matter what, this is the only rule that has yet to be disproven. Right, the only one since the beginning of the new format that, like you know, I'll just put it this way: Yo, you want a you want a decent shot at like making it a three peat. Okay, then what you should do is no matter what, you do not want to finish as the number one seed because even though the bottle of water that Dave is drinking from is blue, your season will be blue if you finish at number one. And uh that that is that is pretty much it. Like for me and, and Donadolu. Now let's talk a bit about Maccabi, shall we? Sure. It's the team you're closest to. Yeah, well, so tell us. They they may have uh, won against Partizan versus Partizan and with the right uh, um, point differential, but they dropped the game that they had in their hands in a lot of ways at Panathinaikos. They had a more than a decent shot at winning in Zvezda. They were up against Virtus, and they faced a very vulnerable Bayern Munich. They were in a good position versus Barcelona. Now, considering their away record, considering the schedule they got ahead of them, on paper, they are very much in the mix. They're 2-8. and eight. I didn't realize that. I'm yeah, sure. that's what I'm saying. On paper, though, they're in the mix. Are mm-hmm. they, though? My question to you. Yeah, I mean, they're, they're right there. They're only a game. They're, only, they're, they're even with FS, you know? They're even with FS. Are they gonna? Are they gonna? Are they gonna win? So let's say two and eight. So that's ten. You know nine. So you know if they win five, if they win four or five games of their last, you know if they if they go five and four in their last nine, you know as long as they hold court at home. I mean, who have they? Who have they played on the road? So they played Panathinaikos, uh, Real Madrid. So they already played at Real Madrid. Uh, they already played. Um, 
<laughs> they played at Fenerbahce, but they still have to play at Monaco. They still have to play at Barcelona. They still have to play at Olympiacos, uh, at FS, at Partizan. No, they played at Partizan. Uh, oh, was that? They they've uh, played both games with Partizan. Oh, they played both games. Okay, sorry, sorry, yeah. I didn't realize that. Yeah, so that, that's there's a lot of playoff teams uh, spots are uh, that already you know that you have to play, you have to go there. So then 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 you need to go. Let's see, uh, it's eighteen. So then you need to go like the worst, like the worst fourteen and four at home for the season. And they're an eight and one now, so. I mean, should they not make it to the uh, to the to the top eight at the end of the se- at the end of the season? I will claim that one of said losses that I've just mentioned, like you know the Panathinaikos one, Virtus, the if a team that wants to make it to the playoffs cannot drop games like this. Yeah, I totally agree. Totally agree. And you also lost at Svezda before Svezda to Svezda. No, Zvezda were on the verge of becoming Zvezda. That was like I think their third win in a row. I think also with Vildoso already. Uh, I guess yeah, you're right. Yeah, uh, yeah, it was with uh, yeah, yeah, that was their third third win. Okay, sorry, you got me there. Well, I do try every night. I was I was already I was already on vacation in in my mind. Heck, heck, that was that was only four three days before I left for vacation, so. I, I was gone. I was long gone. I know. And I just I just <laughs> took you back there to that vacation. You're welcome, by the way. Thank you. A- anybody who wants to whoever may have a vacation go, you know, like in thoughts, you know, maybe has, you know, doesn't know where to go. Sri Lanka, a wonderful place. Anyhow. But um yeah, I mean it's not gonna be easy for sure because you you know, you also say Svezda is, is right there, Partizan's there. Um, you know. Well, tell me, you tell me this now, right? So sitting right there as one of the three, six and 13 teams, you know, is Albert Berlin, you know, and, you know, they won three games in a row. Um, They, they gave Real Madrid a fight. um, And that would have been three games in a row after losing 12 in a row. They're six and 13. So you take away, you take away the 12 game losing streak. (laughs) You take away all the losses from all the teams, and they're all in the playoffs. And they're Dude, six and on. one. <laughs> you know, some of these podcasts they have like like little sayings that they record and and put at the beginning of their shows and clip them. You know, that's one of the ones. You know, a team at six and thirteen. If you would take you know, if you take away their twelve game losing streak, they're like, six ah. and one. Well, I mean. Um, they can say no, okay, we never a lost team. a game. This Sorry. is a team. This was a team. Albert, Albert Berlin was a team that, you know, I was very bullish on the entire season. They looked really good for a long time. And then none of those games were won. And that went to 12 games. Um, and you know, they beat Basconia. Uh, um, they they had a real, real chance of, of, of finishing that comeback and beating Real Madrid. So I mean, what do you think about Berlin? What do you think about Berlin? Well, a fluid offense, you know, it's like every game matters, but really, question mark. <laughs> it's like there are a lot of games that they should have, that they could or should have won in terms of like the time that they had. Way too many injuries for us to really claim, you know, for a fact if, because on paper, they should be good. They should be a good team. Uh, but they lost enough games that will make you wonder, okay, is it like the injuries that with the guys that, that you were missing or are you really that bad of a team to lose 12 in a row? Hmm. I'd say it's a bit like, they're not a bad team, but for sure the injuries that they had, like, you know, missing guys took its toll. I don't know if I would be surprised if they made the playoffs. I, would, I know that it, sounds pretty crazy, but 10 seed, because... nine seed, maybe top eight. Nah, that that's a look at the teams you have now. Like you, did you expect, if I were to tell you that at the beginning of the season, if they beat, they lost to Svezda, this was already Svezda, 
uh, Ivanovich says there. They lost. They lost to them by four points. So if they get, if they were to manage a win by five points, they have the tiebreaker on them. Um, they, they only lost by three points at Monaco. If they can beat Monaco by four points, they have the tiebreaker on them. Um, they, they lost by two points at at Bayern at home against Bayern. So if they win by three points at at Bayern, they just beat the, they just beat Bayern uh, in the in Munich uh, a couple uh, a few days ago. Um, so I mean, they you said they have all these you know close close losses. Look at their minus plus minus. They they have a a, a minus forty only with thirteen losses. Uh, just as a comparison, Panathinaikos um, twelve losses minus ninety one. Uh, Milan, 13 losses, minus 103, uh, and Aspo, 106 minus uh, with 13 losses. So, you know, it's um, they, they've had so many close games. And so if they can get into some of these tie breaks and, and win some of these tie breaks, then uh, but what I'm saying is this is this is still a team that I, I am not counting out of uh, of the race there. They are only four games back. So. Uh, and it's it's a long season, but you have enough teams, enough other teams that all that they keep going one and one, that they keep that status quo. So if Alba you have, needs to have a tiebreak at Cadabils, though. Then that's you. You then have a tiebreak on those teams. That that's all I'm saying. That yeah, but the, the thing those is, those games are tight enough that they could also get the tiebreaker. Dave, with all the respect to Alba, they would need to pull off a rabbit of their asses, not of a hat. Not out of the hat, out of their asses, to make it at the playoffs right now. And pardon my French, which all is broken English was, mostly. It, all I said was it would not shock me. It would not shock me if they do it. Mark it down, baby. Mark it down. Nah, like I shook the world. Probably I shook not, the world. Probably no, not. Of course it will it's be. Probably not gonna happen. But it wouldn't shock me. Look, well, one, two, three, four, five, five of the next Eight road uh, games are at home. They, we'll can, they can do it. With you? We'll sure. see. We will we'll see. Sorry, I don't always mean to be a homer and, and talk about Real, but uh, talk about uh, Albert Berlin. But, you know, so, I, I so let's talk Olympiacos. So let's talk Olympiacos. Okay, that's a, sure, sure, sure. Fair enough. I mean, there's worse things in the world than to talk about. <laughs> oh, God. Look, honestly, honestly, it's like, They've shown that they are very much capable of dropping games that you never thought could be droppable, if that makes any sense, if that's even a word. But, but I reckon that like the win against Virtus, I know some say there were a few controversial things over there, just like there was something controversial between Maccabi and Panathinaikos, but still, they are very much where they need to be right now. Uh, of course, they could have been doing better, but that's true for practically each and every one of the 18 teams in the competition this year. So, you know, they're... Without Lucas, without Lucas and a sick Vezinkov. I mean, yeah, sick Sasha Vesnikov. That is... You gotta, um... you, gotta, you gotta tip your hat to to them on, on, and, and, and also, you know, on the, on the, that's the back end of the, of the two-game... Um, you know the the double round too. So I mean, you. But I mean, us say us saying we're impressed by, uh, Olympiacos. I mean, you know, everybody knows that Olympiacos is a great team. So it's not like we're any saying anything big there, right? <laughs> yeah, it's it's just it's it's nothing groundbreaking. And I see I see what you did there. I definitely see what you did there. It's like you're trying to say there is no need for us to procrastinate, right? There's time for, for the games of the week. Like there's like nine of them. Some might claim that they were good. By the way, if, if FS happened to lose to Barcelona, we might have been saying something completely different about them, you know? Because about, then about who? FS? About, yeah, if they would have lost no, to Barcelona. No, no. no, no. I, mean, I mean, just like did they have a bigger mountain to climb in a way? Nah. Uh, yes. No, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. Okay. Okay. I, we, so, I would use so. that same argument that we had that we've been saying. You know, 
Singleton's back for two games, uh, three games for Larkin. You know, the 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 bigger thing would be, you know, how how demoralizing it that they would have given up the big lead and lost. Yeah, that would have been the story. That would have been the storyline. Again, I see what you did there. Kind of really in. Yeah. All right. So let's let's <laughs> let's go for it because we've been doing so well. I don't even know. Oh, I haven't made any. I haven't made any predictions this year. I didn't have any. You know, I haven't made a prediction since the end of November. I Look, didn't get one prediction wrong in December. If we're if we're honest about it, at least on this show, uh, we have yet to be wrong this year. So it's like you know, I, but, hey man, I, I haven't I haven't been wrong in six weeks. But something tells me, something tells me <laughs> that we're gonna be wrong in a few days. Probably, probably, and we're recording. By the way, on a Saturday, the reason we uh, we give up the secrets of the trade is because a whole lot of things can happen and probably will happen by Thursday. So it's just, I mean, it, it's just it's fair said, right, to mention it to bring it up. Sure, 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 sure. So let's go for it. And also, I okay, yeah, yeah. Thir- Thursday, a fun week, man. I mean, you know, to 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 have this week after a double rounder. Oh, oh, tip, tip, oh! Tip the proverbial hat again. Oh my god! Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm looking at the games and I'm like, oh, that's what, snap. That, that's what I'm saying. Tip your tip the proverbial the proverbial hat to your league, having this docket of games after the double rounder i mean you have fenner in monaco i'm sorry for what i'm about to say and emmett would have probably would have said something to me but this is going to be a bloodbath in the making like you have a bunch of teams here in a dire need of a win and (laughs) it's like you knew you knew that like anadolu needed a win and you're like oh hell no they're facing barcelona and they whoop barcelona so it's like it's the same here it's fenner and monaco mm-hmm. and maccabi and alba and virtus versus Panathinaikos and basconia having to keep their home safe against barcelona and oh my god just keep going just keep going Shagiris Partizan, and then on friday there are four games on a dog and you have like anadolu byron which is okay jagiris vesda ho <laughs> What? Yeah, you haven't even got to the best game yet. Yes, Olympiacos Madrid. Wait, no, 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 no. I was talking to, about the last game. You're, you're game. referring. You're referring to Milan Villarreal, aren't you? There's, there's a. I got to bring this up. There's a saying in German, and it, and 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 it's it's Not gegen Eiland, and you you translate it to distress against misery. <laughs> well, you know, you you want to bring and that, up, and that is Milan as well. Okay, so you're bringing up German sayings to make a point. I'll bring up Roxette and may the lead singer rest in peace. Um, we're going to get dressed for for success. I like I like mine better. Sorry, man. I mean, I'm not going to out myself as a, as a Roxette fan. What now? Uh, nothing. <laughs> what did you just say? I said I'm not going to out myself as a Roxette fan and then say anything else like that. No, I mean, listen. Yeah, but wait a minute. I couldn't even come up with that line. So, anyhow. So. Look, I, uh, you know. Success. Let's, let's continue. Let, so, so I think that the point, I guess, the, how this rolls is. You will not change the topic the of. No, you, we're talking Roxette. <laughs> Dream about the sun, you queen of rain. Get into my car. No, that's. Uh, <laughs> Joyride, joyride, joyride. Oh, uh, wait. What, what's the what's the get into my car? That's wasn't that like Billy no. Ocean or something like that? No, no, no. It's Billy Ocean, isn't it? She says hello, you fool. Yeah, yeah. No, Come no. Come on, no. join a joyride. Yeah, it's joyride. Look, yes. Uh, Hit a car yeah. out of nowhere. Had to jump my car. Yeah, but what's the uh... don't end up <laughs> with the wisdom? <laughs> yeah, but this is what I was talking about. Yeah, I know. Uh, well, you know, for some teams, it's like it's a joyride. For others, it's crash, boom, bang. 
You see what I just did there? It's like it, it's like sometimes you don't understand me. Oh, wait. I can keep it up like for ages now with like all the, the, the references. Oh, my God. That that's what I they get into my car. I, I joy ride, yeah, but uh, Billy Ocean, oh. get out of my dreams, get into my car, my friend. That's sounds bad in twenty twenty two. Uh, you know what? That Three. sounded that sounded bad back in whenever it was made. Seventy six. No, I don't think it was that long ago. Uh, oh my god! Eighty eight. Eighty eight. That seems kind of late. Uh, yes. that, I, that I was, was nearly four years old. That was four years old. Okay, fourteen myself. All right, so let's let's uh, let's try to uh, <laughs> let's let's uh, let's bring the ship back on, on course somehow. Can we though? I don't know. That first game, uh, we pick. We have to pick games, right? Yeah, exactly. You have to pick a game from each day and then give us your nine picks, please. Uh, you me first, then. Um, uh, oh, j just so you know, we have sure, to give sure. a shout out to Aris for reals. Yeah. Okay. Because if you remember throughout the seasons of EuroLeague Sweet 16, yeah. Aris went on and on about that home rule. Oh, yeah. yeah when he yeah. was making his picks. So, are you sitting down? I know you are. It's okay. Drum roll, please. Dave, when I'm saying drum roll, you're knocking on stuff. I did one. Oh, I I did not hear that. So essentially, um, there like 101 games have been played so far. Sorry, 171 games have been played so far in the competition over the course of 19 rounds. Yeah. Okay. 171. Mm -hmm. Yes. 171 games, and out of those. 171 105 home team no many good stat right here what do you mean i'm looking forward to hearing it so out of the 171 games we had dalmatians my brother 101 what did i say 105 right okay. yeah you were close which puts the home rule on 59.06% success rate. All right. And so, I, I did talk to Aris about a, like a few good weeks ago, and he anticipated that by the time we reach like the, you know, two thirds, maybe three quarters of the way, we should be around 65. And we were close to hit the 60% mark. <laughs> but, but then yesterday happened. So having that immensely, irrelevant piece of information in mind well what what and this and this would actually go back to the way back show part of the show uh where you said you know talk about the you talked about the chaos of it what we say 59 percent would you say 59.5 or something like that 0.06 yeah so that, that the question the interesting the the interesting 5906 5906 so 59.1 percent the interesting thing would be to know is what the what the home winning percentage was has been in, in previous seasons and where that stacks up compared to previous seasons, you know, um, and that that could kind of you know say you 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 say you know oh, it's all crazy and 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 part of the reason is that home teams aren't able to you know hold home home court if that's if that's the fact you know, and I'll leave you to do that to figure that out. Why would you do that? Because I don't have the time nor the desire. No, why would you do that to me? I know you uh, don't have the time if nor you the want, desire. No, sorry, uh, I'll leave the option open for you to do it if you want. So my my game, um, yeah, I'll, I'll go. Uh, no, you know what? I'll, I'll make it easy for you. I'll make it, you know, okay. So, all right, let's go to picks. I, I was going to maybe try to do the, another one as the game to watch, but I, I, I'll go because it's easy. Center in Monaco. Um uh, and then my my picks that's for for Thursday and my picks would be Fenerbahce, Oliver Berlin uh, against Maccabi, um, and uh, and then I'm doing uh, Vert Vertus. That's going to be a real 
tough game. It's gonna be a close game. And I I I'm gonna go with Basconia uh, against really probably every thought in my mind, but just with the it seemed to me they have more desperation to win at home. Uh and then party's on. Uh, is going to win at Valencia the Friday. Um, I mean, Olympiacos Real Madrid uh, is beyond doubt. That's the game to watch. I have FS, uh, and and then I I I really want to take Shagiris, but I think I'm going to take Svezda. I I think if this game took place a week later and. Shagiris had another week to work in Taylor and Polinara, then I would maybe change my mind on that. But I think Svezda will take that. And Real Madrid, Olympiacos, um, man, do we have to pick that? Can we just say? Um, I guess I have to pick one. Um, I'll go Olympiacos just because it's a home game. And then Milan because – Asville is also really bad, really bad. <laughs> so your turn. Okay, so uh, my games are obviously, you know, it's like it has to be Fenner, Monaco, no doubt about it. Even though Basconia, Barcelona could give us a very good run for our money. And I do not mean our money in terms of like Milan. Uh, I you see what I did there? What you did there? But even though Olympiacos Madrid should be the game to go, I'll go to the much higher profile, low budget one, which is Zalgiris versus Vesda. Man, it's gonna be a great game. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so my picks: I'm going Fenner, I'm going Maccabi, I'm going Virtus, I'm going Pasconi against every fiber of my being. Well, not every fiber of my being, but most of them. Uh, Partizan. Yes, I expect Partizan to get a win. Uh, then Anadolu, Jalgiris. No, you know what? Anadolu, Zvezda, uh, Madrid, and Milan. So you got three road wins. Yeah, that's not a lot. And I'm guessing there's going to be less than that even. So I got four. I got four road wins. So. Yeah, I remember the time you went for like something of that sort and we ended up seven having a 7-2 round. Yeah. I don't think that I I can't remember exactly, but I don't think that week went well. Yeah. <laughs> so, we'll see. But I will say, maybe Thursday depends on on what's going on, but I probably won't watch Thursday's games. I definitely won't be watching Friday's games, although I guess maybe, although probably not. Just because I will be at the Adidas Next Generation tournament, um, I want. I think it's important for for the listeners also just to to realize that the tournament is going on, you know, because these are the future stars of the Euroleague as well. Some of them definitely, um, and uh, you know, games are free, uh, and uh, you can definitely check them out. And um, it looks like we'll be we might be doing a live blog, sort of like the how it's doing now. We might be doing a live blog the website um but obviously you know this is the best guys uh you know best youngsters around the continent um so uh, i i don't know what next week's show is going to look like <laughs> i don't know how much of the games i'll watch but anyhow um definitely uh definitely wanted to throw it out there that the agta is happening this week in munich this coming week well you know what i love the angt and um next show that we record i'd ask you to give us a quick summary and the guys to watch to pay attention to to put in our to put in our books in our scouts books if if it's fair enough no problem at all no problem at all okay so until then the one thing i will ask you to do is to tell everyone where can they find you you know um, the easiest place to find me is on twitter and, and that's at H H H H E E I I High news H E I N N E W S. Um, yeah, that's the easiest way. So just go there. Um, I have a Substack taking a charge. Uh, but again, that's the easiest place. Just look for me there. 
Okay, so just because what you just did, you do understand that what started with Roxette on this episode is going to be much tougher for you in the episodes to come. We did. Hey, we got Billy Ocean into the show this week. And I will never forget that, nor forgive. Or, or forgive. Exactly. Hey, I had what, to, Billy I had to make Idol up for lost time. time. I had to make up for lost time with my. Oh, I, I got you. I understand, which is why I'm asking. Next one, are we doing Billy Idol with, with the rebels yell or why? I refuse or... to. I did refuse to disclose my secrets. Okay. Okay. I just play it by ear. Okay. I don't even know what I'm gonna say in the two seconds before I say it. So. So just like you know all these uh, '90s boy bands. I'm going to be like, no mercy, and ask you, where do you, oh, where do you go? My lovely. 90s boys band, man, I was already like... 20-something? Yeah, I was mid-20s already, so. And I was already in college, and I was almost already in Germany, so. Okay, okay, okay. So I, I was, or, I, or I'll say I wasn't yet in Europe, depending on what, you know, if the, if the boy bands were in Europe or in America. So. Always in Europe, I think. Always in Europe. But sure, I mean, we can go Bad Boys Blue, just for you. <laughs> I barely remember them, and it's not a very good memory anyhow. You know? Well, what would you say? Okay, so this is like totally gone. So who, who's the original boys band? Oof, wow. Who would you say is the original boys band? Let me think about it, and I'll get back to you with, it, with an answer next next week. You'll you'll probably have to remind me, because I have, will have forgotten it. Uh, uh it's okay. It's just age. We love you. So, in the meantime, you can follow Emmett at BallingEurope.com and we'll also the various social media platforms of at Balling Europe. As for Aris, you can follow him at rbarkas and the various social media platforms of your hoops. As for myself, at MosesB1, uh, there is also the show's account, which is at ELSwit16Show. Still without an NFT. Still without an NFT. Yeah, we'll give you the honors to uh to to you know to create are NFTs for are us. We meta- are we in the metaverse yet, though? And and listen, and we will split the uh all the profits between all of us, which means ninety nine percent to us, one percent to charity. Ninety nine percent of zero is not very much either. So. Well, you're the one to blame. This is, by the way, this is like a, a platinum content, right? This is like stuff that people usually pay for and you're getting it for free. So in the meantime, I'll say till next time. Great pass from Diamantidis. The lob is There we go. 40 minutes to a title. Euroleague Sweet 16, exactly what you need.